Welcome. This podcast is for women who believe that laughter is the best medicine and honesty is the best policy. This is the Mel and Kel Show. Join us each week as we share real conversations in real life, as only girlfriends can do. Hi, I'm Melissa Webb. And I'm Kelly Hatcher, and together we are the Mel and Kel Show. We've been friends for a very long time, and I mean very long time. Long enough to know that life's ups and downs, well, they are best when shared with others. So join us each week as we talk about all things good and bad, related to friendship, family, and everything in between. We are so excited to spend time with you. Well, hello, beautifuls, and welcome to the Mel and Kel Show. You are joining us this week on episode 126, and here we are um, toward the end of February, Um, and Kel, I'm so happy to say, is just doing so much better. Uh, The thing that's been really interesting to me is as soon as she had posted some things like, hey, great news, they did the scope, they see no tumor. I mean, we're just like celebrating, right? And we talked about this before when we said her celebration isn't like some big basketball tournament where we're all like, woohoo, she scored the basket. It's more like a, a war ground battlefield where she's exhausted from all of this. And she's like, yay, I won. Yay, something else. It's another small conquer. It's a... Uh, I've, it's a battlefield, but every once in a while I can conquer one of the battles, but then you go to the next battle. Exactly. And I know that you got some really sweet messages, emails, texts that they're like, are you coming back on Monday? Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of people and not even people like I work with now, but people that I used to work with are friends. And they were like, so you're back, you, you know, everything's good. When can we go out? When can we go out to dinner? And it's like, whoa, 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 time out, time out. Uh, and, you know, in my head, if I heard someone's tumor was gone, I would probably think the exact same thing. Sure. That, okay, it's gone. So you're back to being normal. And you know what it is? It's, it's the small battles. Okay, I finished radiation. I finished uh, chemotherapy. And now I don't have a tumor. But I still have a ton of radiation and chemo crap in my body that is still fighting for me. And there it's still getting all of, all of the cooties out of me. So, um, and having my mouth that is burnt from the radiation, um, that one really hurts. I don't like, I don't like radiation burnt mouth. It's, it's killing the roof and my throat and tongue. So that part I don't like, but I still have the issue of uh, my blood work. So my cell count and my platelet count are not high enough that I can be partying with all my friends yet. So I still need to be very cautious. I'm still wearing masks. You know, I've gone out to different stores now, but I'm definitely wearing a mask wherever I go just to be safe for myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned like it is a lot of little battles still going on. Um, Whereas I think some people think it's completely over and it's not. I mean, the nice thing is you actually can eat more solid foods. Um, I I still don't think it's everything that you can eat, but you know, there's always just like a little bit more that you can do. And the blood work is getting a little bit better. And It it is. Yeah. And those are all things we're really grateful. We're so grateful. We know we, we completely understand not everybody has the victory 
story. And we do not come to this episode to um, play down just how happy, of course, we are at this success. I mean, yay scripts. You had such a team. They are amazing people that um, are fighting the cancers of today. Um, and what a win. It's such a win. We never want it to sound like we're not super happy as well. Um, it's just a little more complicated than I realized. Yeah. And I think for me too. And then when I just had the scope, the throat surgeon who did the scope shared with me that, you know, I was telling him how painful the roof of my mouth is. And he's like, oh yeah, it's totally burnt. That's why. And then he shared that these symptoms could last 16 to 18 months. And my mom was with me and we both just looked at each other like, holy shit, are you serious? So the sore throats, the gargling, the, the things that I thought, okay, you know, if something's burnt, it it clears up in a few weeks. And he's like, no, because of the radiation, it takes a, a much longer time. And, and then to find out when you have cancer, they don't even give you an all clear, you're cancer free until the fifth year. So that was a shocker to me. And then I also had a girlfriend who has breast cancer, who shared with me that they, if you have breast cancer, they never say you're cancer free. They won't use those words even after five years. Wow. So, I mean, you I'm definitely learning. I'm definitely counting my blessings because I know this is cancer is a scary word and it, it, it has scared the crap out of me, but luckily I'm, I'm healing and I'm getting better each day. And I just, I'm so thankful for the doctors and the nurses and my friends and my family. Like it, it's just opened my eyes in the same breath, I, I can cry on certain days and I can be so mad that why me? It's still, it still keeps popping up of why me, why am I having to go through this while still trying to go through addiction with my son while still sitting here on the couch alone? Like I just, I have some funky, funky days that really jack with my head. And that's actually what we decided that we would talk about today, you know, if you noticed the title revisiting the why me, um, one of the things that I think Kelly and I are both pretty good at, I mean, we're always working on getting to a better, you know, side of who we can be, but we believe in reflecting on our life. Like it's not enough to just go through the day and move on to the next day. We feel like self-reflection is where we grow because it's when we stop and go, okay, I'm doing this behavior or I'm saying these things or I'm not doing these actions and then ask, you know, the why am I not or why am I reflection type questions are really helpful. I think a lot of people in life are like, well, it's just how I, it's just who I am. It's just who I am. It's just who I am. Really like why not take a little time and, and self-reflect. And so we've been reflecting on Kelly's experience. And and back in episode 106, if you want to hear more on this particular topic, um, that was early uh, November. And we had done a podcast titled Why Me? And it was when Kelly was really absorbing the reality that she had cancer, something nobody ever wants to hear, right? Not one of us. 
and I was still feeling really good. Right. So this was like, what do you mean I have cancer? Like I, I don't get cancer. That's not something I get. That's people who are ill and sick and low immune systems, like not me. And I had already started the radiation and the chemo, but the side effects weren't bad yet. So I was a little cocky up at that point. So maybe I need to listen to that episode 106 again, because I bet I, I, I need to be a little more humbling now that I've gone through a lot of the, the worst parts. <laughs> it would be interesting to listen to that again. Um, but we had thought about, you know, it is interesting that first response, you find out bad news and we want you to relate this to your life. You're listening right now, and there's something in your life that you found out about recently. And maybe it's a medical thing, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's something pertaining to your child, your, you know, your teenager, your college student. Maybe it's something that you just found out uh, regarding your spouse or your job. And, and not positive, by the way. Like, it's something that you're not happy about. (laughs) Well, mom. Yeah, it's a want want moment. And you it's natural to have that human response of like, why me? Why is this happening to me? Like I don't deserve this. Right? Like that is really common um to do that. So we thought, well, well can I say something really funny? I like the, funny. The why me thing just made me think of. So when I was married to Will, we used to we had um season passes to SeaWorld. And we would always go to SeaWorld and I don't know what it was about SeaWorld and Will, but he would get seagull shit upon on his shirt. Like almost every time we went there, he would get shit upon. And I remember him always laughing like, why me? Why is it none of nobody else around us? No one else in our party. Why me? So you need because you you needed all the shit on you there. That was why. (laughs) But the why me just made me think of that right now. So I thought, oh, right that, that is funny. funny. That is funny. And you but would yes, say I- that when that happens. That is what you would say. Yes, of course. It's so normal. So normal. Um, and then you go through it, right? So here's my question to you, Cal. When you asked it in November, why me? What answer did you get? Um. Oh, the answer. Let me think. I, I, I sent a letter to Jesus and he didn't get back to me yet on that one, but I sent a letter to who else? Oh yeah. Nobody. It was just in my own head. And why me was because it's me. It's just, and I, I felt, you know, of course it's me because what other shitty thing could happen to anybody else? Of course, Kelly can handle it. And I, 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 I get frustrated with, you know, God only gives you what you, he, he knows you can control or handle or whatever the words are. And I just, it just frustrates me because in this past year or so I've gone through a lot. So it was just my own little pity party. Nobody, nobody answered me. So then you went through it and it got worse. It got way, way worse. Did you still ask the why me? Um, I think my questions, at least to God, were more of the, oh, please make this stop. Please make me stop throwing up. Please, please. You know, I, I, 
I've gone through enough. Please don't make me go through anymore. Why are you making me go through this? Please stop. So it was more begging for it to end. And did it end? It did end. Thank goodness it ended. Did you get the answer to why is this happening to me? You know, you have just these questions that I don't know. I still didn't get any of the answers. You know, I got some answers from doctors, but even the doctors were so perplexed with how much I was throwing up that they just kept running more and more tests. They were like, you shouldn't be this sick, which well, they, I think they were saying, why her? But they didn't get the answers either. I know they did say when you were exiting the hospital, they were grateful that you made it through those 10 days and you didn't get the feeding tube because they were saying, we're going to use your response for other patients who are going through this right now to show them that, yes, you can do it. <laughs> like yeah. I just remember, right. There's all this learning that goes on. And the only reason why I keep asking you that repetitive question is for all of our listeners to realize it's kind of a pointless question. Yeah, I agree. There's I not agree. an answer. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but I ask questions because I want answers. Right. Well, and I think a lot of people, not a lot, but there were a few of my friends who said, the reason it's you is because you can, you can handle it. Or the reason it's you is because you're a messenger. You're going to be able to help other people who may be dealing with hard things in their life. So that's true. Um, it definitely could be true because I can already tell you, I, I mean, while I was waiting for radiation, I, of making friends and talking to people and, you know, sitting with people until it was their turn. So yeah, for sure. Of being able to share my story with others. I definitely believe in that one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's good to reflect. And, and again, like what we're just doing in this conversation, girlfriends, is that, reflection is important. Like have these conversations and rather than just tell a story, which believe me, Kelly's one of the best storytellers on the planet. I love her stories. She makes me laugh every time we're together. More than just telling a story, it's important to reflect on things as well and ask these questions. Like, so did you get the answer? And when people did try to give you an answer, because a lot of people want to be helpful, well, because you can handle it, Kelly. Well, did you handle it? Yeah, that's true. Was that why? Maybe. I I doubt that. Uh, But do we have an answer? No, no, No. still no answer. Still no answer. Still no answer is my whole point. So what we get to do in our human experience here on earth is decide what we want it to mean. And you get to decide either this thought, I never found out the reason why, or I think the reason why was that it grew me as a person and now I can help others. Like, I don't know what it's going to be five years from now and it can change. It can totally change. And it does change because, you know, I was just sharing with Mel that, you know, I have been dealing with some, some loneliness and listening to like you guys going to a party on Saturday and then you went out to dinner and then my other friend, Jana, you know, she just took a a vacation and, you know, and other people just went out and did a happy hour with a bunch of friends. 
And it's, you know, I shared with you, I'm like, I'm a little jelly over here. I'm like sitting here with my dog. Who's not really socializing with me as much as I would like her to. And it, I'm going stir crazy being home alone all the time. And so when we saw that, is it jealousy or is it envy? We, we weren't sure. And so Mel was doing, you know, of course, my little researcher over there started researching jealousy versus envy. And then I was like, wait, we did a podcast on this one too. So <laughs> we kind of looked at that as well and, and realized that when we saw the envy definition, we were like, wait a minute, that doesn't sound like what I'm feeling. And then you looked at jealousy and we're like, wait, maybe I'm not jealous of you, but because I don't want any bad. I love that you're able to go out and have fun and that my other friends going on vacations. I'm so excited for them. But for me, uh, there's something missing in my life right now. And it's friends and and friends. I, I miss my friends. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and just for anybody who's wondering, well, why aren't you getting out there now, Kel? It's kind of how we started this whole episode. She can't, not yet. Her, her blood um, results just are saying she needs to stay safe and staying home is her safest space for the time being. And so she's being really cautious and she's taking super good care of herself. So in the meantime, she feels like she could be out and about and doing the things. There was a time she wouldn't have gone out. She would not have. If, if I would have invited her, she'd have said, no way. I didn't even want to go down the stairs because it was too exhausting. Exactly. And we're past that, yeah, which is a total sure. praise, total praise. That's such good news. However, she still is in this space that so we did. We looked up jealousy, envy, coveting. And the thing that we did realize, and, and I think we did talk about this in that other podcast is jealousy is really um, how you feel when something you have is going to be taken from you or you're going like, to be betrayed by another person. Right. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty around jealousy or like you're worried, like, you know, I can't trust this person. Do I trust it? Like there's a jealousy feeling. That's yeah, that, certainly that's, not what you have. That is definitely not it. Definitely not it. So then we looked up envy and envy is feeling inferior like you're not as good as someone else that's not it. that wasn't it either um resentment of your current circumstances that yeah yeah i i'm definitely resenting that i'm trapped in a house for months on end for sure yeah it has longing you desire to possess something else or you want something else that maybe somebody else has So we're like, yeah, we could see a little bit of like that desire and that longing is there. But what we did read was that, you know, like psychologists actually say that there's kind of a malicious envy where you really want bad things for this person who has good things. Like there's a malicious bad side to it, but there's also a benign envy where you don't want anything bad for the other person. You just wish you had it too. And then we also discussed Maybe it's even a little bit of self-pity, which is totally an emotion. For sure. And I think that's what we decided was more so of, okay, I'm, I'm having a little pity party Yep. and it's, it doesn't last long, but right. it's like, oh, I wish I could go there. 
Yes. And we know from all the, gosh, all the over 100 podcasts we've done so far that an emotion is created from a thought. So if Kelly is feeling self-pity, having her little pity party, right? She's just kind of feeling a little sad for herself. There's a thought that comes before that, that's creating self-pity. What would be some of those thoughts that you've had, Kel, that you're like, Um, you know, knowing you went to a party on Saturday, I would have loved to, you know, it's not even my good friend, you know, but I was like, oh man, I want to go to a party. (sighs) When will it be the next time I can actually go to a party or, you know, um, friends went to Nashville. I'm like, they've been to Nashville twice in the last six months. Why can't I go to, so it's, it's literally that, but send me pictures. Let me like smile and get excited for you. Like, yeah, it's the first thing you asked when we jumped on our call today. Hey, how was dinner the other night? Tell me all about it. What'd you have? Like, yeah, there's no malice. There's nothing, uh, anger. There's nothing in there like that. But, but my other question to you, Kelly, is when you do feel in that moment of like, you know, poor me, I'm stuck here at home. What action follows that? What do you do? Um, <laughs> really nothing because I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything. So my action is usually turn on the TV or listen to radio or, you know, okay, let me make dinner. Let me make something. I've been cooking a lot lately and then taking the food over to my dad's because it's way more food than I can eat. So <laughs> Um, just filling that void with something that I enjoy doing. So let's say that you just end up watching a movie, you, you know, you're feeling kind of down. So you turn on a movie and you watch the movie. That would be your action. How do you feel when the movie's over? Um, well, I just watched a really good series. So I really, um, it's called inventing Anna. It's another true story. Okay. So, um, it was, it was kind of cool about a little teenage, not teenage. She was 25, um, socialite who, um, has all this money and I won't get into it, but it's, it's based on a true story that just happened like last year. So it's, it was on Netflix. And so I was like, Ooh, this, this is pretty good. So, um, no, you wouldn't (laughs) like that one. Um, no, I think it's too monotonous for you. So you would be too antsy okay? and you would want to be on your computer. Okay. <laughs> I'll just tell you how it ends, but I won't tell you on here. Yeah. Don't tell us here. Don't tell us. No, here. No. no, no. Okay. No. So you finish watching a movie and then how are you feeling? Movies I, no, go to bed. Go and to then, bed. And then it's literally wake up and it's the, you know, second verse, same as the first I'm living groundhog's day every single day. It feels like so. Yeah. And that is exactly what thoughts do and why we have to reflect on them. If you've ever noticed any of you that have listened to us long enough, a thought creates an emotion that leads to an action that result often is cyclical. It goes right back around. So it's like, Um, you know, there's nothing to do. I feel sorry for myself. I watch a movie. There's nothing to do. I'll go to bed. I'll wake up. There's nothing to do. I'll feel sorry for myself. Like it just goes round and round and round until we with intention come in and say, I'm done with this thought. I'm I'm done. I'm not going to do it anymore. 
And I know that you actually broke that cycle today when you did do something that you could do. And you told me how much better you felt. Yeah. And I also, this weekend I started, um, I got the clearance that I could do like yoga again. So I can't do like free weights or anything quite yet, but So over the weekend, I did some yoga, which definitely helped kind of clear my head as well. So doing that self-care is still so important and I haven't been doing it. I mean, I have been doing self-care, but not to the, the likings that it actually feels like I'm doing something for me and not being trapped. Yes, exactly. And so I would just love as we wrap up today, Kel, that we you could kind of be our guinea pig here and that over this next week, you take some notes on the thoughts and you do that reflection. And when you catch that thought that's creating, you know, the woe is me moment that you grab it and be like, "Mm, I'm not going to spend more than five minutes on this. I'm going to let that go. And I'm going to reinsert a better thought. I I can have fun today. I can do something cool today. I can do something that makes me joyful today. And I would just love for you to share that because again, I think we're all so similar, especially as women in our, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s. It's so easy when things are happening. Like we're like, "Why? Why? Why?" There's no answer. Really, there's no answer. The better thing is to reflect on how can I get something good from whatever this life experience is? I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I will be the guinea pig this month or this right. week. And next week we'll share a little bit more with you guys, but we hope that you kind of need to look at yourself as well. Are you envious of somebody? Are you jealous of someone? Or is it just a little bit of self-pity, which whatever it is, it's yours. Own it. And change that thought. And um, hopefully we'll uh, see you next week here on the podcast and we can answer some questions for you on this one. Um, Until then, we will see you on the socials. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with Mel or Kel, be sure to follow them on Instagram at the Mel and Kel Show, or you can find them on their website at themelandkelshow.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day.